My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. Hey, we begin spooky month. Month of spooks. It's October. Halloween. Best month of the year. Best holiday. Best holiday of the year. I'm kidding. Christmas. Get out of here. Thanksgiving. I don't eat turkey. Earth Day. Pretty great. But Halloween. (laughs) Killing it with Halloween. Uh, So today we are doing a little twist on our genre jar. Genre jar. Sounds so French. (laughs) Genre (laughs) français. Le genre jar. The genre I can't even. You know when you say like, the word so many times that like it starts to sound wrong in your head. Anyway, we put in a bunch of spooky themes and had people vote on Twitter about which one they wanted us to pick our favorite drama from. And I'm very happy to announce that surprise serial killer was the winner of the Twitter poll. A very well voted on Twitter poll for us too. So it won fair and square, no ties. It was, it was close, it. though. It was Don't so close. close. I, I think Dead People was, like, making that comeback at the end there. And then yeah, like, literally within the, done. like, last five minutes of it, it gained 2%. That's crazy. But uh, before we get into our discussion of the surprise serial killer, what has everyone been watching? Amanda? Well, I, uh... I wanted to start a new weekender, so I skipped to the end of Mother of Mine and finished that off. So I basically skipped like 30 episodes and just went and watched the last four. Sobbed my eyes out because it was really well done. It ended very strongly and very well. And I I quite liked it. Do I recommend people go watch it? Eh, no, not really. Weekenders. Not in if you general, like weekenders, you know. What you should watch as you go. They're not yeah. really, a uh, hundred episodes is a lot. I mean, they're half hour episodes, but still, it's a lot. So, and it, it's a lot of annoying characters. Like, there's some really, really cute ones. But, I, I mean, I skipped 30 episodes and missed, like, <laughs> one thing. I think I, I skipped right to, like, the last two episodes and watched those and then went, Maybe I should go back and watch the one because I think I need to find out what happened as far as this plot line goes. So I went back and watched the last four episodes just so I could find out what was happening with the like evil stepmother. So she was evil. Um, <laughs> <laughs> surprise! No. And then once that was done, I started, um, oh, what's it called? Beautiful... The Beautiful Life, Wonderful Love, or Beautiful Love, Wonderful Life. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. It's Beautiful Love, Wonderful Life. And it was very depressing. The first two weeks of that is, whew, it is the tragic that is hopefully going to make the magic. Let's, fingers crossed, because it was, it was a rough go. It was, it was rough. It was, it's one of those um, weekenders that, where they, start in the past and then you're moving so the first two weeks take place in 2009 and then it jumps to 2019 this weekend so uh we'll see what happens with that but basically this big tragedy embroils multiple families and brings them together and pushes them apart in different ways I'm intrigued. We'll see if it stays. The posters looked really cute and fun and light. 
and it feels like it's going to be a like a light at the end of the tr- tunnel kind of mm-hmm. drama, like something that gets lighter and lighter and lighter as you go. But it may, it being a weekender, it might t- take too long for me. I might not have it in me if it stays super depressing. So, mm-hmm. and also the dad is a nightmare. Like mm-hmm. he's just, he's like a giant child. Like mm-hmm. he thinks fart jokes are funny and like does like all that kind of stupid stuff, but like also things like, like he literally steals candy from babies. Like he's got like an eight year old steals like, some candy. They're like, like going out of their uh, out of their way to make him despicable. He's so annoying. Like he's not super evil. He's just that like traditional male character who's like bosses his wife around. His wife every time she's cooking meals for him is like listing off different kinds of poisons she's got in the house like rat poison Drano I could you know just a little like just all the time and it's like you kind of don't blame her but you're like um it wouldn't be a bad thing and then on the complete opposite end of the spectrum I started Extraordinary You which was Mm. a delight it's so I cute. love it so much. So I, haven't, so I haven't started it yet, but it's I plan so on it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And I'm so... It, it would be the perfect binge, but there is no way in heck I'm going to wait to do that. No, no. there's no, no way to wait. Not a single you chance can't. that I wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, like I started so much new stuff this past week. And it's the only thing that I was like really like waiting for. Like as soon as I had finished the second episode, I was like, I need more. Where's mm-hmm. the rest? Like, bring it on. Give it to me. All of it right now. Because, like, it's such a cute story. It's so interesting. The lead is adorable. I was saying it kind of reminds me of, like, a, a C-drama. Like, a high school C-drama. Just mm. the the brightness of the colors and the characters and the way they behave. It feels much more larger than life than often K-dramas, high school stories do mm. to me. I don't know if that... Makes sense. But I just frequently I would be like, oh, yeah, no, this is a Korean one. Like, I, I just kept thinking I was watching the sea drama. So I started watching months and months and months ago. Uh, Fujoshi Ukari Gini Kukuru. I, my Japanese is not real um, fluent. <laughs> I'm just saying. But it's a really um, interesting story. I started it months and months ago. And then the person who was providing the subs just stopped. So somebody else has picked up the subs, and so I got the second episode. So it's interesting. It's about a girl who, well, really the main character is a guy. It's about a guy who is gay, who is in high school and closeted, and meets this girl in a bookstore, in like a manga bookstore, Um, and she catches him. She's from his school, and she's uh, a Fujoshi, and she loves, you know, reading boy love comics. And she sees that he's reading Boy Love comic. And so she's like, this is somebody I have something in common with. And she's hidden it. Like, she's literally switched schools because her old school, they found out and they treated her like garbage. Like, she was a weird, creepy kid for liking this. Um, so. The struggle she, is real. <laughs> so she she's like, this is somebody that I can share my interest with. And we can, like talk about books and it would be so cool and he really likes it too because he you know he has guy friends but none of them know Mm -hmm. he's gay and so again he can't tell them about his stuff that he likes so he gets 
by the end of the first episode, he's just about ready to like come out to her because mm-hmm. he thinks this is somebody I could I could share this with and she's not going to judge me, obviously. You know, she obviously thinks gay relationships are fine. So he's ready to come out to her. Something stops him. And in the next episode, he finds out she likes him and she confesses to him. uh, I I like it, though. Like, it's very cute at times, but also has, like, this serious edge to it, which is, it's good. It works. So... I have not been watching Level Up this week because, or last week, because I, I haven't been with my sister. So it's sitting, waiting. Sorry, Sung Hoon. We'll get to you eventually. I started a web drama called Our Baseball, and it's good. I like it. Each episode, they're short, like 10-minute episodes, and each episode deals with a different member of the baseball team and telling their sort of life story and how it affects baseball and how baseball affects their life. Also started Project S Spike, volleyball drama. Apparently I'm in the mood for sports drama right now. I don't know. It's that time of year. It's that time of year. Yeah. It's not, uh, I don't know. Project Spike doesn't really draw me. I I don't really like the lead. Mm -hmm. I don't like the actor. I never like him in anything. He's not a bad guy. I don't know. I just, just you don't you, you're not you're not feeling them you're not feeling them the sort of other leads like there's two two guys I don't think it's like a gay story or anything it's a bromance kind of deal I believe but uh, could be wrong it's Thai you never know you'll be you might be uh, pleasantly surprised <laughs> so um yeah but like I I like the second the younger kid on the team who he's kind of like you know it's one of those you're not as good as my last teammate. Uh, the old, the old water boy, the old water boy shenanigan. Yeah. Got it, got it, got so, it. Uh, yeah, and um, Golden Eyes. I yeah, you've been str- you've like, been you've been trucking away. You've yeah. been trucking away, <laughs> Golden Eyes. So I'm into like Lay having like psychotic episodes about himself in like silver mane of glory with like nasty little chin pubes and (laughs) I don't know I don't know what's going on there but it's like he's seeing his like past self or something I don't know we'll see and the great show I started like last week and binged through so I'm all kind of so good right it's so good like because I was like I was like why is no one watching this with me why is no one watching this with me I'm like Amanda I actually, like, messaged her personally, and I was like, Amanda, will you please just watch this show? You will like it. I promise. It's like the ultimate found family. It's literally the ultimate found family. Ultimate family. Like, like literally nobody's related to each other. But yeah. they're all, and it, there's, like, a bunch of completely unrelated adults raising completely unrelated children. And, like... Yeah. Because like yeah, the way it works is co-parenting so, and co it's great. Like it's so just, she the like the girl thinks that she's the biological daughter of this disgraced politician and her stepbrother and half siblings. Is like he the have, stepbrother or the is yeah, he's so not it's the stepbrother. So there's two teenagers. So there's the stepbrother who her mother married his father, and then the two of them had a set of twins. 
that are like six. But then the mother died and the father's just a skis bag. So he like ran away. So she's like, we're going to go find my birth dad who I've never met and doesn't know I exist. And he's going to take care of us. And my mom told me this amazing story about how she met this politician dude before he was a politician while they were on vacation and had like a one night stand. And then I was born. The mom lied. The mom the mom I mean, lied. She didn't like, lie about said, the one night stand. No, so but she, did, like she didn't lie about him being the father. So like that's not even like giving away anything. That happens in like the third episode. Oh, like you so like you find out really quickly. But he then finds out that him taking in all of these children would look good for like a resurgence of his political career. So he's like, yeah, I'm your dad. And all of you are going to come live with me and I'm going to be the best dad ever. And everyone in Korea is going to love me and I'm going to get back into politics. It's going to be great. And uh, it goes about as great as you'd imagine. Uh, it, it's surpri- he's surprisingly good at, being a dad. Being a dad. Like, but he, despite hating every moment of it. But, like, yeah, there's, like, just little moments in it. Like, I think Amanda and I were talking about it, like, where, like, the little girl goes to puke and he immediately lunges forward with his hands under her face. Yeah. Like, that's, like, pro-parent move right yeah, there. Yeah, like, <laughs> But, no, it's a really it's good a, show. It's a really it, good show. It, it, he grows as a dad through it and the kids, you know, their relationship and that... It, and then, I mean, and then there's the politics, but like yeah. I said, basically, they're not, they're not as interesting. I, yeah, they're really not. Like, and then, and politics, then, uh, whatever. What's, but what's his name? I mean, but it's not horrible either. Who's, who's so. the second male lead? What, what's his name? He always uh, male lead. In, in Juwan. Oh. Is that? Get it. Delightful. Get it. He's actually, like, oh, one of the best characters. He's the only, like... He's such a good guy. He's, like, the only one who always does the right thing. Like, he's oh, the only one who's only, like, the only selfless character on the show, and he just gets boned by everyone around him. <laughs> they get screwed over every episode at least once. But, uh, yeah, no, the show's really good. The show's really good. Super good. That's basically it. That's what I've been doing this week. So, we talked about Extraordinary You. I really, really, really enjoy it. I think it's set up really well the story way the storyline like unravels and unfolds is really great uh the lead is really good she's really good with every character she meets like she has incredible chemistry with every single character and it's like every character she like interacts with is completely different or like even completely different age like so she's just like really good at that mm, so I'm yeah. I'm really enjoying that one I think like for me, when I watch it, it's a cross between, like, an American teenage mm-hmm. movie, like, teenage mm-hmm. high school movie, and an anime put together. And it's, nice. everybody's, like, got fun characters. It's just, it's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. I really enjoy it. Um, I'm also watching Secret Boutique, which is really good. Uh, it has, like, a, a really strong female uh, lead cast. It, like, centers around... Like these mm. these females and it's a revenge drama like mellow it's 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 really good I am like it's interesting and the like the the storyline is interesting and it's just like it's one of those fun to watch kind of dramas and it's shot really pretty right yeah mm. yeah it's it's very cinematic it's it like has and like a like it goes through kind of like changes throughout the like episodes but like it has like an old Hollywood type vibe to it but it's Ooh. set 
now. Like you mm. watch when you first start watching it, it like it took me a while to be like, hey, is, is this supposed to be like a historical piece? Like, is it <laughs> in the past? But no, it's just the way that it's shot. And um, I think like the characters are playing really nicely too. And they're just like interesting to be interesting. And like some of the like the relationships are kind of like almost on the back burner to like bring up the females and their like revenge plots or how that they they work mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. So it's, it's got fun, fun vibes to it. I'm yeah, I'm really liking that one. Something um, we're wondering was, is that, do you think that one was, is it currently filming or was it filmed before? Because one of the guys in that is like one of the main characters in that Weekender that I started. Um, now he's not in a lot of the first two weeks. So that overlap shouldn't well, be difficult. I, but I was like, wow, he's going to be a main character going forward. It's I haven't lot. looked into it. So I don't know how, like if they pre-filmed any of it there's not a lot of things that I would say that like would warrant Mm pre-filming except for the locations because everybody's super rich and so like there are like a bunch of different times they're in different locations so like you could see like in terms of like if they actually have to do something set decoration that sort of thing it could be kind of pre-planned um he's in it a lot like in secret boutique but there are a lot of times when he's not because it really truly is centering around the females a lot. So I could see it being an okay thing for him to have been Mm -hmm. filming both at the same time. But I don't know like how much he's in the the weekender. What I was kind of wondering was if they were the same network. Oh yeah, they might be. Because like Um, then they might, you know, be more willing to work around. Yeah. I can't remember off the top of my head. I think it's KBS. This is a KBS. So I know it's one, it's one of the big KBS. three because it's on Cocoa. So right. it's yeah. definitely that. That's where I've been mm-hmm. watching it. So, like, yeah, it's possible. And they could also be, like, filming at the same locations and stuff. So he's able to go super easy. Because I like, see, I mean, if it was the same, if it was the same network, that they might be willing to try and work around schedules mm-hmm. a little bit better. I could see, like, especially kind of, like, where the character is now, that, like, he does have fluidity that he won't, like, there are definitely scenes that he's not in at all in Secret Boutique, that he could have been, like... Secret Boutique is SBS. Oh, okay. So, not even the same network, so... Some people are working well with him, I guess, Um, to... I don't remember when he was, um like cast in secret boutique but i know the other one he's been cast in for a while so maybe they did pre shoot some of that just because oh, it is maybe. a family yeah. drama that like will be longer so maybe they were trying to yeah, catch up on those true. so i don't know interesting. um interesting yeah if you're like kind of looking it's like kind of mock jogging but i don't i don't see it as mock jogging as everybody else does it's just like more like mellow and like revenge mm-hmm. drama also, I did a binge on Bring It On Ghosts, and you just finished yeah. it like, <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Binged it. How it's, was it? it was How great. did you it was enjoy it? Wasn't it good? Um, it was good. There, I mean, there's some draggy parts. Like I, well, like I mean, like it's everything that I'm probably sure that everybody else loved about it. Um, like if you got like the the romance scenes or like the cute couple scenes were very laggy to me. Like they mm. definitely were like equivalent to just doing flashbacks all the time like and if they had cut that by 50 percent, the show would have been like 
in like a good like I would have been like this is one of the best shows I've watched but those scenes just like there was too much of it and too draggy um because I really enjoyed the kind of like each episode they were fighting a different ghost Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. kind of like that like was really fun to see like in it because that's not you know present in a lot of the shows like especially in Korean shows Mm. you know having that kind of I don't know procedural or whatever type vibe yeah episodic vibe um to it I thought Tuck was great in it like yeah. Again, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was cute. I really enjoyed it. And like it was really? a good like for the season. I specifically picked it because it is Halloween. Like I'm trying yeah. to like watch this, this Halloween. This, yeah. this Halloween. <laughs> Not to watch ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I mean like I liked it enough to like binge it over like I think it was like technically four days of actual having time to watch it mm-hmm. days so it's good it's I definitely suggest it for everyone like especially mm-hmm. since tis the season yeah I mean like there I guess I'm I'm not a good person to ever ask if something's spooky or not because most things don't scare me yeah and like I can't like judge it <laughs> like most things mm. everybody's like oh this is really spooky and I'm like I don't I didn't think it was spooky at all so like I can't give a good like it didn't it's really like you. jump scare me the way some of the ghost because the ghosts are very like they're not like pretty like they're very yeah. like gruesome kind of almost mm-hmm. like very gritty um and it, it it does have darker scenes but then it has a little bit of lighter scenes i kind of like liked that it wasn't so over the top comedic that's probably yeah. why i liked it a lot more than it, it could have gone um in a more comedic route and I probably wouldn't have liked it. I, I thought it was really good. That was like mostly kind of like the two, his two friends from school. Yeah. That have the, the ghost hunting club. Yeah. Yes. The, the it comedic was like, relief. Were yeah. There. It was like centered in them. And so that mm-hmm. was really nice. It, it didn't push it too much. Like <laughs> I like kept on expecting the monk character to be the comedic relief and he never was. And I was like, so oh, yeah. happy about it. It like, was, you know, it's a reason it was, and, and it was yeah. good. Yeah. 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 Enjoyed it. Um, and then because I, I don't have any time, so that's pretty much it on shows. I did start last night analog trip, which is the mm. show with a couple members of Suju and then the members of TVXQ. And it's great. It's everything that really I wanted good. it to be. It's like perfect, especially like if you're a fan of those groups, it's just them and they're like a lot of fun if you ever <laughs> yeah. like watch them on a variety show and are you a fan of those groups I think you should watch them because they're just they're so much fun but it's also like really fun it's like they're at their levels because they're always chaotic like it's just like yeah. what they are it's but they're like chaotic but like also like old <laughs> too so it's like they're chaotic and then they're like oh but we have a, a we have to go on a flight at like 7 a.m and it's like nine or ten and they're like okay we should go to bed now (laughs) that's it and like and even if you like aren't really that familiar with them but like you like travel shows or whatever like this show is a really good travel show like it's i think it's it's one of those things like you'll be fine watching it if you've never like watched them um but if you do know them you're gonna get a lot out of it especially because the it's definitely um skewed to them personally because, like, the mm. whole premise of the show is that 
they were supposed to go on this trip and then of course it's a variety show and so they're like they were tricked and like within two seconds they were like we're gonna be tricked yeah like, like, yeah. <laughs> like as soon as they start giving like, them good food they're like mm, no we're gonna this, this is the last time they're feeding us isn't it yeah. like, <laughs> they're just like okay well fine and so like what happens is they um they essentially have them like have to go to all these different places and like like they've taken pictures of all these places and they have to go and like recreate that image with them in it and the the premise is that they're doing it because they all started training at the same time and all lived together like for parts of time and like mm-hmm. they never got to do these kind of back traffic uh, backpacking trips yeah. like another normal like early 20s kid would have and so it's kind of like them finally being able to do the stuff that like when they were trainees and just like constantly like just in the rehearsal hall and just like working and, on that. And they can only use technology from 2002. Oh, yes. So that like, was the they, they gave them all these like backpacks. And so they had all these like different <laughs> things. So they had like 2002, like the, all the cameras, um, all the cell phones <laughs> that they have. Like the, the, have, the like, cell phones guitar. can only call each other essentially. Yeah, exactly, like because they're just these old flip phones essentially. Like they're like old Nokia's too. It was like that's what I really liked about it. It was like they they've been in the business for so long that like sure they're gonna like ham it up for variety shows because they know how to do that. But there was something very like realistic about them like being like they weren't upset like a normal like new variety show would be like they would be upset that they have to do all this stuff yeah. immediately they were like oh this is really cool oh this is really cool oh you should be this person you know like yeah and dog's the photographer and then Don Don Hager, like, guitar. The guitar. there's an acoustic like, the guitar and they're always like where's the guitar he's like why would i bring the guitar with me to like hike up a mountain they're like bring the guitar <laughs> <laughs> we're like you know, they were like oh you're really good at planning things so we're gonna give you all the planning things and literally like the night he's before amazing he's at like, it he like sat down and he's like, okay, there's like two places here in the picture, this and this. And then he like the, the mo- next morning he was like, okay, so we're gonna go to this place, this place, and this place. And you're like, here, and I'm now gonna tell you the history of this location that we're in because I spent all night like reading the guidebook about it. It's just so uh, great if you know him, like his personality. He's so wacky and so crazy that like he being the person to be like, yeah. And then we're gonna go this place, this place, this place. And then here's some options for lunch if you want Korean, <laughs> this. If you want but then the money is all controlled by uh what's his name from tv max, so max, max or Changman, whatever Chang- you want to call him Chang- i was like Chang- i was like i think it's Changman, but i want well, to make it also on their backpacks they all have their real names not yeah their stage names. because it's yes. their names in 2002 like because yeah. they were trainees yeah so it's like he's in charge of the money and they're always trying to get him to let them spend money and he's like no like if i let you spend this money like we're not gonna have any more <laughs> but they keep they just keep conning him and he's always asking for discounts like he's like the he'll be like discounts <laughs> discount <laughs> discount <laughs> pretty much it's wonderful well, he's really it's nice awesome. about it but the production value is really good like yeah, it's really well done. i was shocked at i i only got into like the second episode but even just they went to this big landmark thing and i was like that has to be a drone shot like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you know yeah they're holding their mm-hmm. cameras and stuff but also there was a lot of other camera work yeah going oh, on. yeah for sure 
Uh, no, yeah, they go to the largest Buddhist temple in the world, which was only rediscovered about 30 years ago. It had been uh, buried under volcanic ash, so they're restoring it at the moment. But it was really just stunning. It, yeah. yeah, it's breathtaking once they get to the places they're going and stuff. Yeah, so it's definitely, like, if you're looking for a show, it's really good. It's on YouTube. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they're still doing it where the first episode right now is out for everyone. And then they'll keep on, like, every week giving one or two episodes. But if you have the YouTube Premium, all Mm -hmm. the episodes are available right now. And they're, like, 20, 25 minutes long each. They're easy to breeze through. Yeah. I was actually watching one this morning when I just – I woke up and wrenched my back again. And I was like, no, 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 just gonna lie in bed. Uh, what am I gonna do while I'm lying in bed? I'm like, I'm just gonna turn on YouTube. I'm just gonna watch an analog trip because no, no, yeah. old lady, old lady alert. <laughs> no, <laughs> tried to get out of bed, funny. Yeah, so that's that's all I've been watching really. I'm gonna be watching more horror-esque themed shows. Cause this it's month. the season. It's the season. It's the spooky season. Ooh. What about um, you, Nat? Okay, so, not, I have actually been watching a lot of non-Asian stuff, which is odd for me, because, like, I don't normally do that, but I've been, like, really obsessed with re-watching Elementary on Amazon Prime. Uh, well, it has Lucy Liu in it, I say it counts. There you She's go. the best. She's the best. Lucy Liu is amazing. But um, that's, like, really good. If you've never seen it, it's, like, a modern Sherlock Holmes, and it's, really good like her, her watson's really nice oh yeah so good like and like just everything about it is just solid like it's just mm. a solid like crime crime solvers having a fun you know personality conflicts together it's good it's a good time um i've also been watching uh yuri on ice i've been okay. it's anime i've been uh, forcing my husband who's sick in bed because i infected him with my plague uh to watch it with me um yuri on ice is an anime about figure skaters and it is the gayest thing I've ever seen. And I'm loving every second of it. It is so, there's a lot more butts in it than I expected. I wasn't actually expecting butt nudity. But like they hit you with the butt nudity real early on. And I was like, oh, I thought this was like kid friendly. But like a butt, <laughs> butt. So what, oh no, not a butt. But like, yeah, they, they, they go and get together. I just already know it. Like this is, this is yeah. Does your so, husband like it? He's actually been really enjoying it. Like. <laughs> He was, he was like, he was, you know, he's sort of on, you know, NyQuil or whatever. And he's like, yeah, what, what the biggest, yeah, did he win his competition? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah babe, he won his competition. Don't worry about it. Um, I've also been watching Sanditon, which is a British show. Uh, it's something. Also, more butts than I was expecting. But not animated. Real people. No, real people. <laughs> um, like, I was actually... I, like, I did not go looking for this this week, but apparently it was butt week in my house. I saw a lot well, of not... Especially not- given, given that that's a Jane Austen, like, unfinished novel, you really wouldn't go, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm looking for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was, like, not expecting, like, and there's been several. Um, some nicer than others, but... You that's don't the way it goes. 
takes takes a whole takes all kinds to make a world. Uh, but if we go by what what I'm actually watching that's like relevant to this podcast, um, I've also been watching The Great Show because I just love it. I've been watching My Mowgli Boy, which is a scene, mm. and okay, I'm like sticking with it because like I've I've now gone too deep to like mm-hmm. get out, but I regret having started this. Like <laughs> the main couple is the worst. I hate them. Like I just hate them. They're just they're so uninteresting. Meanwhile, all the secondary couples are like the greatest things ever, but they keep like cutting away to go back to the stupid pointless like fucking story about like <laughs> the main people. No, it's like like I don't even understand what's happening. It's like there was logging or something like where the dad involved when he was in the kid when he was a kid like living with wolves in the forest and now he's like all upset at her and then like they were like totally in love but then suddenly like he was like I don't want you're so annoying I don't want to be with you anymore like it feels like noble idiocy but I don't understand like what why what started it <laughs> meanwhile like the secondary characters oh boy I'm just like Loving it. One is, like, this, like, guy who's, like, in his early 30s who's in love with, like, this older woman who he helped get a divorce. And his his her, her husband divorced her because she couldn't have kids. So now he's trying to... So his I mom... Love that actor, by the way. Yes, he's so good. He's so good. Um, he's very handsome. Very, very good on the... Actually, both the actors in that couple are really great. They're not even my favorite couple. Like, we're, just, we're working our way up to my favorite couple. Um... <laughs> And then, like, so he's lying to his mom and being like, no, it's me. Like, I have a low sperm count. I'm the one who can't have babies. Because the mom was like, well, you should just start having babies, like, before she gets too old. And he's like, ooh, but, like, but he doesn't even want kids. So it's just sort of like, ah. Anyway, the next couple, okay. It's, like, the main girl's stepbrother who's married to this witch. She's just the worst. She, like... Like, what, what's the word? She, like, blackmailed him into marrying her, which, you know, is, like, the basis of a long and loving relationship right there. When you, no, like, always. Yeah. And marry you has no <laughs> desire to marry you whatsoever. Um, but he's actually in love with this cute little college girl. And he's, like, the worst when he's, like, not with this college girl. But then when he's with the college girl, she's so, like, sweet and fine. And you're like, oh, it's just the people around you that are making you a dickweed. Okay. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, he's like just being super dicky at the moment, but the best couple. Oh, the best couple. So there's like a very mild-mannered law professor who's like really the most like... sincere old. person on the face oh, of the planet. Like, he's so sincere and he's so sweet and kind and wonderful. And naive. And, and na- oh, so naive. Anyway... He uh, falls in love with this divorce lawyer who is, like, drinking all the time. She just wants to have a good time and, like, be wild and enjoy her life and never get married. And they're just the best. And I just love them. (laughs) And I just wish the show was about them and not about this bullshit, weird plot (laughs) about the kid who grew up in the fort. Anyway. I give up. I give up. I I can't give up. I've gone, like, 40 episodes. Like, I can't stop now. I'm so close to finishing this. Um, (laughs) Other than that, like, I've just been watching some variety shows and stuff. Uh, My uses. um, I think that's about it. Though I do plan on, like, starting a new C-drama that just came out. Uh, Boop, 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 boop. 
Let me find the name of it. Do, 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 do. Girlfriend one? Yes, my girlfriend. My girlfriend? I was going to start it yesterday. They need to start having different titles, I got to say. Like, I currently, on my currently watching list, already have two My Girlfriend something-somethings. Yeah, I know. It's not not the most uh, unique title. Um, But from what I gather from the preview that uh, was foisted upon me on Twitter, uh, on the Viki's Twitter, uh, was that uh, a girl was cursed by a woman who thought that when she was 15, she was having an affair with her husband. So she was cursed to never find true love. And then like this writer finds out about it and he's like, this sounds like some bullshit, but some bullshit. <laughs> out. And then of course, obviously, I guess they're going to fall in love. Cause that's, you know, I think in the trailer, it, it um, the, the addition to that is that every guy she ever confesses to finds love within three days. Like, yeah. it's Plus, so... And then as a side thing, she also has narcolepsy. Yes, yes, and she's narcolepsy. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. They, they, can't, they can't keep it simple. You gotta, like, <laughs> have gotta three things going on. Yeah. Get back in. Uh, I mean, so you'd be boring if you didn't have that, you know? <laughs> also, I've also been re-watching Oren School Host Club because it's just... You know, I've had so many weddings and I've been so stressed out and I've been sick and my I fucked up my back. And so there's just something nice about just sitting down and watching something that you know is just gonna make you feel good. You know? Yep. And that that's we're in school host club. So yeah, that's me. Uh, what about you? Uh, what about you, Jesse? Not Jesse, Jesus. What about you, Sky? What about you? <laughs> <laughs> Not about, about Jesus you? either. <laughs> Not about Jesus either. Not today. No. Skies, guys, guys, guys. My brain. My brain. <laughs> Uh, the main one that I'm hooked on, I mean, we've already talked about it, Extraordinary You. I really like it. I like pretty much all the actors in it and stuff. I mean, they're doing a really good job. And I feel like there's going to be turns that I'm not foreseeing. And it makes me it makes me grateful that I have, because I've been tempted to read the webtoon because I was interested enough in it. And I did that with My Ideas Gangnam Beauty. But... Part of the reason I did it for that show was I wanted to make sure that I was going to be interested in the show itself. Yeah. And it did help me be like, oh, this is actually going to be a good show and it'll cover good topics. Well, Extraordinary You, I feel like I'd kind of spoil yeah. myself by yeah. reading it. So I want to read it when it's done. But mm-hmm. I um I did see some tweets from somebody who has read the manga and she- she very much said she wonders if she would be enjoying the drama more because little things are bugging her that like little scenes that she loved that got left out or that they didn't do the whole scene or that they, and she's like, and it's good. I know it's good and everybody's enjoying it, but like I'm annoyed and maybe I shouldn't have read it first. (laughs) Like maybe I would be loving it. Mm -hmm. And then I could go read the book and be like, oh, that's neat, you know, instead I'm just pissed off, you know, and I'm like, yeah, sometimes it is better. Everyone makes that choice, too, just, I mean, kind of like Jane Austen remakes and adaptations, like, I always enjoy them, like, it doesn't matter (laughs) to me, like, how off, how off they go from what they should be doing, I was like, oh, this is pleasant, so, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's all in how you take adaptations and stuff, too, Yeah, Yeah. but I'm happy that I'm not I feel like there's going to be stuff that I have no clue what's going on. So I think mm-hmm. that's great. Um, which, you know, kind of sometimes in K-dramas, you don't get that feel. You, you kind no. of feel like you're 
predictable. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes the end of the first week, you're like, okay, so by the fourth week, we'll be doing this. And then this yeah. is going to happen in episode eight. Yeah. And then they're going to have this. And by 12, they'll have this. And you're and right. The, the, it's, it's, you know, it's the, there's like an arc. There's an arc that most K-dramas take. So you kind of, you can vaguely know which way they're going. But so it's nice to see when one doesn't. I'm also watching two different light historical ones, which I guess is becoming a thing for me. I <laughs> didn't know. But given the fact that I like, I finished Rookie Historian, and it's not that I really wanted to watch another light historical out of the gate. It's just that that's what was coming up. So that's yeah. Why them so i am enjoying them but it's not necessarily what i've been in the mood to watch Mm -hmm. if that Mm -hmm. makes any sense Mm -hmm. so eh, it's been affecting how i take the show because i Mm. it's not that i was like way historical doubt but like i can only worry about so many royal people in such a short (laughs) time (laughs) so true so true and it's not that i'm getting the plots mixed up no i mean i could tell the difference but it's like how many princes do i have to keep track of like (laughs) (laughs) and also like you when you have a show that you really 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 enjoyed like every aspect of and then you go to one that's okay and enjoyable it still feels like a step down Mm. Mm -hmm. so but of the two, um, so I'm watching Tale of Noctu and Flower Crew, Josie, and Marriage Agency. Tale of Noctu is more interesting. It is not as slapsticky. I would call it kind of slapsticky as Flower Crew. But both are funny. Flower Crew, like, it pulls in, like, modern music and stuff. Like, they don't care. Like, yeah, it, they're just having a good time. Yeah. I mean, it's like, don't worry about it. Like, it's just, just play along and it's fine. Tale of Noctu, you know, you get backwards cross-dressing stuff, vice versa, both ways, everything. So, I mean, it's whatever. And then, like, Assassin Widows, which is interesting. Because mm. who knew? I doubt that that was really a thing, but who knew? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I recommend them if that's your jam, but it hasn't really been mine, even though I've been watching them. Um. I stumbled across a web drama because it was on Cocoa, I think. But then they only had half of it subbed at the <laughs> moment. And so then I had to go find it on YouTube. And it was on YouTube with subs anyway, like from the original people. So it was kind of funny. Because uh, it's a playlist, like the playlist web series, mm. like they always are pretty mm. good about that. Um, yeah. Yellow. It has the kid who... He was in Twelve Nights. He was the son that grew up and played the guitar. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And he's also that kid was also in a moment at eighteen a little bit. He was like a genius in that. And so that actor, he's one of the main people in this little uh, web series, which was centered on a band, you know, mm-hmm. a group of friends who are in a band, and kind of like their love lives a little bit. Ten episodes, I think. Yeah, ten episodes. 10 minutes each, whatever, like super short. But at the end of each, they'd have like a quote from either a Western uh, rock group or a Korean one. So it's kind of, and some of them is like, that doesn't really fit, but it sounds cool. I think they didn't really think too hard about a couple of them, but it was fine. Like, oh, here's a Coldplay quote. Let's just use it. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Um, But I thought it was pretty well done. Very, very, very light. Mm. Melting Me Softly. No one's talked about that one yet. I haven't started it it yet. I was just going to binge it in, like, November when it's done. (laughs) 
Uh, I've only seen the, I think the first two episodes. Yeah, first two hours or so, or maybe it was more than that. Maybe I went to four. I don't remember. It's <laughs> it's more screwy. Like it matches the poster. Like in tone, it does match mm. the poster. Kind of what it what that vibe. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel like that should be matching the actors that are in it. And I'm not just saying Ji Chang Wook. Like pretty much all of them, you're like, oh, you guys needed either more production value or maybe better writing. Like something doesn't quite feel correct. But you know, like the science is horrific, which that's not shocking. <laughs> but even just continuity in the first couple of episodes was pretty jumpy as far as certain things. It's like, she didn't have shoes, she has shoes. Like, that type of thing. It's like, that's a bummer. <laughs> so, and, and, and you're trying to look past it and just be like, I want to know what happens. And time jump of 20 years. And the thing is, actors, so like, Kim Won Hae's in it. He starts off being a certain character. Mm-hmm. Time jump. All of a sudden, he's a different character. Looking exactly the same. Huh. He was the dad. Yeah. He was Ji Chang Wook's dad in the beginning. Now he's his brother? Like, yep. Well, okay. Like, but some, like, some okay. people look like their parents. Like, did they at least change his <laughs> hair or it's anything? So like, uh, not, uh, maybe style a little bit. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Like, I think they made it a little floofier because the brother had floofy hair. I think that was the only difference. Uh, Honky from FT Island is in it, the first two episodes. Oh. And so he was Ji Chang Wook's assistant. And boom, different actor 20 years later. Completely different actor. Which, like, you know, Honky's well, not around. Sense. Like, we get it. But at the same time, they're like, oh, you just, you just aged a lot. <laughs> Rude. Just suspension of disbelief is kind of, they're pushing it. It's one like, thing for, like, the teenage actors to now be being played by adults. That makes sense. But, and obviously they're not going to look, you don't age that much between, like, 30 and 50. You know, like, yeah. you don't, yeah. Well, and then even... The uh, I think the actress that a lot of you were talking about being excited about, you know, the one that mm. plays fiance in the beginning, mm-hmm. or later plays his fiance later, like even she had a different actress for her the younger version mm. of her, mm. and and yeah, I mean that one was at least kind of similar looking, but just lots of people, and then some didn't have different mm. actors. So it's oh, just, well, okay, like well, one of the first. One of the first K-dramas I ever watched was Angel Eyes, and it's not that good. But <laughs> it started out when they were teenagers, okay? And then they were supposed to be, like, in their late 20s, early 30s. Like, there was, like, a time jump. But, like, they didn't even bother casting, like, teenage actors who looked anything like the adult versions. Like, <laughs> it was like, these are not remotely the same people. These, like... <laughs> I remember watching this and being like, this is straight up bullshit. Like, who are they, who are they expecting to fool with this? Like. That's like, what was that, um, that Taiwan handsome cowboy? And they do a whole thing where, like, the two of them are looking at each other. And she's all mad that he can't remember that he, that she's, like, 
when they meet at college that she mm. knows who he is, but he doesn't recognize her. They were childhood friends. And like, insane. and she's like, how do you not know who I am? But like the scene where he remembers her, where they're looking at each other, they would like show it. And then they would show the like scene from 10 years ago or whatever, like back. I like completely different. Like her nose was totally different. Yeah. I was like, dude, maybe you shouldn't have got a nose job. Like maybe he recognized you. Like, <laughs> if you wanted him to remember you. <laughs> like, I mean, different hair color. Okay. But like yeah. the nose, she went from like this nose to like cute pert little nose. And you were like, that was some serious. Like, well, I wouldn't have remembered you either. I don't what you want from looking me. for that giant nose. Like, I don't. I, I'm not hating melting me softly. It's just I, have, I haven't had time. So, yeah. It, to me, you just have to go in going. It's not like the screwballiest. It's just more more screwy than probably some people would enjoy. So, like, you have to just know that that's a thing. Uh, I also watched some of When the Camilla Blooms. Mm. How's that? Mm. Um, all the actors are doing very well. I'll start with that. <laughs> the characters themselves, some of them just aren't as likable as I'm used to. I'm used to liking, like, all the characters in a show. Mm-hmm. Um, is her name Gong Hae Jin? Am I getting the name wrong? Mm-hmm. The main no. chick. Yeah. She... Yeah. Her character is the most interesting, which is good because she's pretty central. However, all of the Ajumas in the area beat up on her a lot verbally. Mm. And it's, though the Ajumas can be very, they can kind of be caricatured a little bit, it feels like. Mm -hmm. Her character is definitely not. Like, her character feels pretty realistic as a single mom who's just trying to make ends meet and is pretty soft spoken but does speak up for herself but she still gets very hurt a lot. Yeah. Um and pretty much they always say that she's like sleeping around with her husbands and stuff which she's not. She just has a bar and that is seen as like this awful thing that she's a single mom with a bar. Uh so and it sounds like I've watched the first two episodes it felt very realistic like mm-hmm. that all mm-hmm. that all felt like it could actually happen the way she was playing it. And the way men were, when I say men taking advantage of her, there weren't that many men taking advantage, like, not physically, but it's just, being there's, men. there's a lot of relationship politics that she's not even in a relationship with anybody. It's just, mm-hmm. she's in the middle of everyone else's relationship politics. Yeah. Which is kind of hard to watch. It's not enjoyable. Plus, there's a serial killer that's, like, a thing. Oh, now my interest is peaked. I was going to Do wait not to watch that? this one. Well, no, they kept I on saying it was a thriller. Like, well, it's I just wasn't paying attention to that. I don't watch previews most. I'm not going to spoil this, but right, it's right off the bat of the show. It's it's like a time jump. You suppose to the future. I assume it shows a dead body and him being the main guy, being really bummed out. And then all of a sudden, you start hearing about all the serial killer. This, that, and the other, and it's been around. He's been around for a long time and killing all these people, and it's a thing. So, yeah, his name's Joker. Was a serial killer name, and that's a big deal in the show. Well, 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 well. So, hey, okay, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily my cup Listen, of tea. I was gonna go in for just Kang Hanol alone, but like now you're pulling okay. out all the stuff. So, so his me. character. I'm gonna talk about his character a second. 
He's pretty dumb. Like, okay. He's pretty. He doesn't need to be smart. (laughs) (laughs) But is he the police officer? Yeah, he's a police Um. officer. I I won't go into all that. But yeah, he became a police officer. And it's pretty much because he has a really strong sense of justice. And he's really good at figuring out when people do crime. Like, he just kind of has a sense of it. A third and he doesn't really care. He's the type of police officer they'll just beat somebody up because they did something wrong. Like he gets in trouble a lot for beating people up. He doesn't think very hard. (laughs) And so when he starts trying to pursue the main chick, it's just kind of awkward because like dude's not smart. That's okay. So when I I guess he's likable, but it's just watching it's kind of cringy. Like I don't find it as charming right at the beginning because he's just yeah. Anyway, that's that. Uh, Vegabond, I did not continue with because I got busy. Yeah, I I've, that's the same. I've been waiting to for all my weddings to be over. One more, guys. I just I, I get through one more, then I can get a break. So many weddings. So many weddings, so little time. Well, now we're going into the beginning of Spooky Month. I've actually <laughs> been very excited about Spooky Month. I even picked a spooky drama for Briggsy, my husband and I, to watch. Uh, we're going to be starting Strangers from Hell soon. I am too. Uh, yay! I put it off till this time. month, purposely. I know, me too! I wanted it to be over so I could have, like, a, a nightmarish weekend. Yeah, I wanted it. to binge it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, it like, really terrifying. Uh, yeah, like, I'm I watched, so excited. I watched literally the first 30 seconds because I was deciding if I was going to watch it by myself or watch it with my husband. And I watched the first 30 seconds and I was like, oh, Matthew's going to love this. So <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, okay. Then I said in the trailer, I'm like, hey, you want to watch this show with me? And he was like, okay. Like, I don't even think I needed to set in the trailer. I could have just been like, you want to watch the show with me? And he'd be like, oh, that sounds like a lovely way to spend an evening. Um <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I'm very pumped. Are right, anyone else got some spooky shows on the go that they're going to uh, enjoy? I think I'm going to try and finally finish White Christmas. Because mm-hmm. I keep meaning to, and I haven't. So seems like the month for it. Yeah. Even though it sounds like it's a Christmas movie. But it's, it's not. It's not. It's, not. it's just like set at Christmas. <laughs> That's the only like, yeah. thing. So there's it's snow not, on the ground. It's not, not even very heavily. Like, they don't go away. Yeah. No, so that one and there's something the else. There got something else that's kind of or something that's on my on my plan to watch list that I thought. Oh, oh, Hotel de Luna. I haven't finished, so I need to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and That'll that feels good. also like a and that feels a little more like my speed of spooky month, like spooky but also cute and pretty and you know. Meanwhile, yeah. Jesse and I were here like, dead. I have so good interest in Strangers in Hell, but I have been just loving, loving seeing on Twitter so many people talking about how good Lee Dong-wook is in this yeah. and how they like finally see him as like an actor and like he and I'm like, yes. Finally, Finally, the boy gets his dues. It's so like I'm like so excited to see Evil Dong Wook is what I'm what I'm in here for. (laughs) The screenshots are giving me nightmares. Like like, just his his smile is like like, creepy smile. I was like, oh, 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 I am in. But I might. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You gonna watch it? If I have time, which I'm not sure I will. Um, 
I might try to find a vampire show or two. Ooh, vampire. Always... Mm. Vampire. You, should, you can find it. You should watch Vampire Detective with Legion. <laughs> my ultimate, my ultimate actor bias. That Lee one Yoon. or uh, man, it's not what's the one with Lee, Lee Jun Gi. Oh, um, the scholar who walks the night. Yeah, I've, I'm tempted for that one. Of course, but I've been, like, doing that too much historical, so I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Maybe you want it. That one's okay. The villain is the best part of that entire show. Like, the evil vampire who literally just, the entire show just sits in his friggin' lair shirtless looking hot is the best part of the whole show. I'm going to be, I'm just, I'm just going to say it. This is what's going down with it. But uh, no, Vampire Detective is really good if you need, if you want my recommendation on which vampire show to get. No, you should just watch Blood. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't watch Blood. <laughs> no. Blood asked me a couple of months ago. Time. Maybe. <laughs> but I was considering putting myself through it once upon a time. I don't think so anymore. Like, if you want the best of both worlds and kind of a confusing ride, there's all also orange marmalade which I have started that one before it is not scary at all yeah it's just real weird and it's like it's real weird because and this isn't even like spoiling anything okay because the because, time jump. yes halfway through the show you're suddenly like 300 years in the past but they don't explain why or how and then you're back in the present again and they still don't explain why or how <laughs> you just all that time it's basically two different shows that are the same show <laughs> like it's like they like you know how okay like for example i really love the series the mortal instruments but there's like the mortal instruments that are set in like 2005 okay and then there's another series uh called infernal devices infernal devices which is set in the victorian era it's kind of like that it's like they were in the same universe but they put them into one story for some reason that i still don't understand but anyway i'm sure it was much better as as a webcomic which is what it originally was but i actually really 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 enjoyed it as an experience and it did have Yojin Gu in it and as as very young very deep voice like <laughs> confusingly voiced versus <laughs> his face um he's got the most I'm telling you that boy hit puberty at like nine and suddenly like instead of his testicles dropping it was his vocal cords just like plummeted to hell he's got the <laughs> deepest voice in the world you just <laughs> embarrassed the man <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Like him and Felix and Stray Kids are like the two where it's like your face don't match your voice, okay? The thing is though, Felix can have a normal voice. Yeah, like, but he he, he talks in a normal register. Yeah, but but, but not always. Oh, no. Not always. But anyway, that's not that's not what we're here for today. We we made a circular round back. We picked surprise. Serial killers. <laughs> One of my favorite uh, little K-drama spooky tropes that I think I'm the only person on the planet who enjoys it uh, when suddenly a character is just a serial killer. No just, matter the genre. No, no matter what the genre. genre that's that's the problem with the prize serial killers. It's, it's not a problem when they show up 
in a crime series or a something like that didn't necessarily have, a, you know, it had a mystery, but you didn't know it was going to be a serial killer or something, right? Okay, cool. But like, you're watching your fluffy rom-com cotton candy and all of a sudden, what's this? Why is my lip bleeding? Oh, because I bit into glass. Like, it's not cool. It's just not cool. I just like to think of it as a delightful twist into the horror genre. <laughs> a nice departure from, and there's so many. There's there's so many. Like, okay. But anyway, 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 <laughs> we're just going to begin. So, Amanda, is there any that you actually enjoy? Yes. When I was going through my list, I was like, oh, I'm not going to find anything. It's all going to be stuff that I hate. But right at the very top, Top of my list, score-wise, on my drama list, but also top of my list alphabetically, because I guess it doesn't, I don't know, in Japanese, it's something that comes at the top of the list. So um, it's a Million Yen Women, mm, and I love drama. this drama. It's a J-drama. It's so good. Um, it's so, it's weird. It's mm-hmm. It's got some weirdness to it. Um, but like the basic premise and and the way it's described is this guy lives in a house that he rents out to is it four women I think four women five five, five women it's five women five so five different women and they all pay him a million yen every month to live there mm-hmm. and he provides the food and they have these rules and like he can't go into their bedrooms. And he's, I think, not supposed to touch them or something like, and they, and he has to make sure that there's food every day. And he's a writer and he's been really struggling to write his next book. His, his last book didn't do really well. He has, he writes really beautiful stories, but they've never taken off. So he's struggling a bit and his, like his editor really believes in him, but his like, publisher is kind of like if we can't make money why would we keep publishing your books Mm -hmm. and um so he's struggling with that and then he um you kind of find out fairly early into the story that like he never advertised that he wanted to rent out rooms in his house like it these women just showed up at his house and were like, hi, I'm here about the place. Here's my million yen. And he's like, what are you talking about? It's my home and I live here and I, you know, I don't really take renters because I don't need to because it's like his family home and he's already paid for it, right? So mm. he's like, why would I? But okay. And like one of the women uh, is naked all the time. Like she, she never wears clothes except for when she leaves the house. Yeah. And so she's like sitting at breakfast naked. One of them's a high school student. Um, one of them is like a famous actress. And one of them is just this random like girl. And you're like, okay. Like they're all completely different walks of life. They're all completely, everything is different. Everything, like there's no reason why all these women, but they basically all show up at the same time. They've all been contacted and told, this guy wants you, like, you should go live at this guy's house and give him a million, a million yen every month. And they've all, that's a lot, of, that's a lot of money, by the way. I actually yeah. looked up the yeah. conversion. It's like $12,000 a month. Like, why? That's, that's well, 12000 Canadian. So, well, so like, 
fifteen dollars American or six thousand dollars American, something like that. Five dollars. That's a lot to pay for room and board. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, like what kind of fucking like, luxury sharing a house too. Like, yeah, yeah. Like that's more yeah. than you would pay like, rent on a house. And like there's not even like ensuite bathrooms and stuff because they share bathrooms and like they share a bathroom yeah. and they you know, like okay, I guess. Like it's but yeah, lo and behold, about I don't know if it's about a third of the way or two th- or halfway into this episode, bam, serial killer, and you're like what? When did this happen? Where did this come from? What is going on? And uh, it just kind of gets crazier from there. But it's a wild ride. And it's, I mean, it's always kind of weird and mysterious and dark. So when somebody dies, you're upset about it. But it's not, as much as it's a surprise serial Mm -hmm. killer, because it wasn't in the description that there was going to be death. Mm -hmm. Um, somebody dies and you're like, okay, like it kind of, it doesn't necessarily make sense with the story, but Mm -hmm. it it makes sense with the feel of the drama. Mm -hmm. So it, it wasn't like as much as, um, you know, when I'm describing this, it kind of sounds like it could be a wacky kooky, you know, (laughs) this could be a super funny J drama, you know, shenanigans all these people live together it's not shenanigans there are some shenanigans but but like not, not really and shenanigans yeah. it's like not oh. ever that level and yeah so like right from the start he's got this like fax machine which i don't really get i don't really know why somebody it's set modern times so like why do you have a fax machine but okay and like right from the start he gets these creepy faxes from some unknown he doesn't know who the number belongs to, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't know what's going on. So there's right from the start, a bit of an element of weird. The weird, yes. Is a little creepy. So, so that kind of makes it feel um, fitting. Yeah. Yeah. So while it, you are surprised by the serial killer, you're not surprised that. There is a serial killer. Happen. Yeah. Like it doesn't. It doesn't hitch upside the head and, like, mm-hmm. hit you off. Like, you're like, oh, okay, this is the direction we're going now. All right, I guess. So, but it's it's a twisty, turny drama, and I love it very, very much. I laughed, and I not laughed a lot, but I did laugh. There were funny parts. And I cried a lot, and I was totally hooked by it. So, hmm. And it That's stars Jojiro my... Noto, who mm-hmm. is the yeah. lead singer of Rad Wimps. One of my yeah. favorite. Very handsome. Very handsome. Mm-hmm. And it's on Netflix, so it's easy to find. Yeah, exactly. It is. All right, Jesse. Okay, so uh, a caveat on this is that I don't actually have any dramas that fit this bill. <laughs> um, because every drama that had a serial killer in it was never like, super surprising to me so it like just never yeah felt like a surprise so I'm kind of like pushing it I just decided to like pick something on my list that I thought like maybe could be a surprise to people even though like I felt it like from the very beginning and like mm-hmm. I guess the way it was presented and who was dead because of the serial yeah. killer that's that's totally acceptable um yeah 
So uh, I'm gonna pick Oh My Ghostess. Ah, <laughs> oh, yay! Um, that was is, my that was my runner up. That was my runner okay. up. But it's like it's a really cute show just to kind of watch in general, and it's like would be perfect for right now um, to watch. And it's like you know it's it follows um, a ghost who's a virgin ghost who decides she can't cross over because she's a virgin. So she literally takes over girls' bodies to try to not be a virgin anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And she ends up taking over um, Park Bogums. Park Bogums. Park Bogums. Park Bogums. Bogums. Character. Different person. Different Gender, yeah. Gender, yeah. Different everything. Everything. Um, However, now I'm imagining that, and it's really comical. (laughs) That would actually, that would have made the show a little bit more wild, I'm going to be honest. (laughs) It would have, yes. Um, But she takes over her um, body, and she, uh, like, part, oh, God. God. (laughs) Character uh, um, is, um, she can see ghosts like she's been plagued with it for her like entire life and so like she's she can't fall asleep or she'll be easily taken over by a ghost is what the thing is and so that's why this ghost can take over her and tries to get her to sleep with the chef of the restaurant that she works at and there's like antics ensue and all this stuff and like you kind like from the very beginning I never like at least to me, oh, yeah. it never okay. felt like that was the reason why she was a ghost. <laughs> like, like, it would have been like, too easy. It would have been too, too easy. Yeah, but, like, I also never thought that, like, oh, no. she was, like, just, like, she got into an accident. Like, it got hit by a car or anything like that. I always felt that it was very sinister and very, yeah, like, it's like she someone killed her. She couldn't remember how she died? Mm-hmm. I, I thought... There was a period of time in that that I did think maybe it was suicide. But then when you start to see what her life was like, you're like... No way would she have committed suicide. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that was a thing in the show. Yeah, yeah, because it was was staged that it looked like she had committed suicide. Right. Okay, yeah. And then her right, father, her right. father was like, I don't understand, like, how well, she was so unhappy and no one even noticed. Yeah. And it was just like, because she wasn't. She wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> so I, the, I guess what the biggest thing, like, why it, I'm going to put it in the surprising is, like, who it was and how it, like, centers on the storyline and why it happened. I mean, like, you sort of get hints on who it is, like, very early on, like, there's yeah. something wrong with that person. But, like, just the way that the story comes together and, like, kind of, like, when you start to figure it out. Um, also, uh, the ghost is played by Kim Solgi. Solgi, yeah. Who is phenomenal the She's in so this good. show. She's two, so good. The two women on that show are top-notch. They oh, yeah. Them. Like, when um, Pak Bo Young... Uh, there you go. <laughs> um, does the because she, she like essentially plays two characters in this mm. show? It's like her as just the me been haunted by ghosts forever, and then when she's possessed, and the like drastic difference that she is able to act and play like those two characters mm. is just really great to watch just to see her like be able to do that. And like I mean like even in a scene because like there are some scenes that like. 
you know, the ghost is taken out of her body really fast and she's like completely different person. I actually really like those because like it showed how concerned the boss, how like the boss who seems like kind of a dick at the beginning is actually like a nice guy. Cause as soon as she starts having these like horrible, like personality reversals, and she He's can't like, remember things. She can't remember things. He's like, we're going to the hospital. Like, yeah. I'm going to take you to see a psychiatrist. Like, I think you're bipolar or something. Like, we got to, like, look It was never, like, like a this. negative thing, too. It was like, just, like, it was just like a, that happens. need to, like, like, figure it out. Mm-hmm. But, what, like, I'm medication. here for you. I'm going to help you. No, I really, that's one of my favorite yeah. shows. It's it's okay. good. It's a cute one. Yeah. It's definitely worth a watch if you haven't watched it. And it's also really funny the the little um family of the sous chefs yeah. are like oh, yeah. hilarious. Congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. That's where the congratulations like, song I heard it the first time. Yeah, it just like starts like the the people that you really like, the like the one guy who was just in Bring In on Ghosts that I watched, mm-hmm. but he was also in the um, Soji mm-hmm. subs by one, you know, the, like Confium. they're just really fun, yeah. and they're also like really fun with her too, because like they all like are pretty cool and like don't look down on her because of all this weirdness that it's happening yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So it's like that like element is really nice in the yeah. show, yeah. But you know, there's some serial killerness. <laughs> there's definitely some serial killering. I mean, there's ghosts. There. So yeah. 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 So, for mine, I would like to rehabilitate a show that got a lot of hate that I I think it didn't deserve because people were like, oh, it's a rom-com that suddenly had a serial killer in it. But I want to say, no, it was not a rom-com. It was a bait and switch, okay? You were supposed to believe it was a rom-com. It was basically... It was a crime show that had a surprise rom-com element to it. I speak now, of course, of Suspicious Partners, which I actually really love so much that I have seen it four times. Yeah, it's on my list. So four yeah, four times, four times, and it got like a lot of like a lot of people hated this drama. I see one of them in this, but I want to say, I personally okay to be fair i didn't hate it for the serial killer the serial killer is not my problem with it i didn't love it but that's fair that's fair (laughs) but um so the basic plot is there's a girl who wants to be a judge she's in law school and the judge the prosecutor that she's interning with um is dj i actually have like one 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 issue with it that i will discuss in a second um But then her ex-boyfriend gets murdered in her apartment and she gets put on trial for it, but she didn't do it. But she doesn't really have that. She looks pretty guilty, but like due to a technicality, she because so her ex-boyfriend is also like the son of like the attorney general essentially whatever the equivalent of like the district attorney general is was with her ex-boyfriend he was played by chansung he does not he does not make it that long in the show i know anyway so now everyone thinks that she's she got away with murder so she can't be a judge but she still but because she was never convicted she still gets to be a lawyer but the only people who ever come visit her are people who are like okay like i know that you got away with murder like i want you to help me get away with crimes but she's like but she's like i didn't actually murder anyone so anyway 
then he sort of he then loses his job as a prosecutor because he was the one who was like, oh, um, this evidence was definitely planted, which means that like I gotta withdraw my case because like you, yeah, that's how this works. So anyway, he's been disgraced. So he's now a lawyer working for working like with his stepfather and his ex best friend who slept with his girlfriend. Like it's it's a whole thing. Um, but then they're trying to also figure out who actually killed the the, the ex so that you know she can they can clear her name. They can clear her name even though she was never convicted. She's basically living as though she was. So. The reason that a lot of people had like a big problem with it is that the first two episodes seem like they're setting up a straight rom-com. But I thought that was kind of like the genius of the whole thing because it was like, oh yes, like they're just going to be lawyers. Like even the previews had nothing about this, like Mm. that is going to be murdered. Like it just made it seem like, oh, like, so I thought, I thought that it was a very clever, clever, like marketing gimmick to like, be like, surprise, that's not the show you're getting at all. And I kind of like that kind of shit. Like, I'm into that. My one problem with it, okay, I will, like, never say that I didn't, you know. My one problem is, if she was interning with this guy, he would have never been the prosecutor who was put in charge of prosecuting the case. There's <laughs> like, you know, it's like such a clear fucking conflict of interest. That's not even funny. But... The guy who does play the actual killer is fantastic. I have to say he is super good. Really Very creepy. And like the way that he mm-hmm. got away with it and gets away with a variety of crimes is actually very inventive. And like the way he keeps mm-hmm. evading, despite the fact that they know it's him, the fact that the way he keeps evading proof is mwah, like it's it's a well It's a well-written it's, it's well acted show it just people thought it was going to be a rom-com a legal rom-com but in fact it was just a romantic thriller so i I do think that the marketing had a lot to do with that yes but i oh yeah that was like a miscommunication between like the studio and the actual production you know what i mean because like the people in charge of making the previews are not actually the people who make the show right so i feel like maybe there was some sort of weird basically like, I, I would say from the previews for suspicious partner what you kind of thought you were going to get was something like the great show like yeah. It seemed the the previews made it look like it was going to be some kind of like lawyers who go into politics kind of a thing. But it's no. not. Yes, the previews <laughs> were very misleading. However, if you didn't watch previews and you just started watching the show, I think you would have probably enjoyed the show quite a bit. And I actually didn't watch any previews because I never do except when I accidentally get them foisted upon me on Twitter. Yeah. But um yeah. I loved it. Like, and then when I would go on Twitter and everyone would be complaining about it, I was like, Am, are we watching the same show? Like, I'm really enjoying this. I did have a few issues, like, but this is the same sort of issues that I find a lot of shows have where the girl's real badass at the beginning and then suddenly she becomes helpless for, like, half the show. She's it's like a taekwondo expert, but then she is constantly getting saved by everybody else. Like, yeah. So like other women like yeah 
So that is a bit of a that is a bit of a bit much. That was but, my biggest problem with it. But I was besides like, that, like was plot so... and like acting wise and everything. Also, it gets pretty steamy for a little while. Like yes, it does. Like like a network K drama. I was like, oh, oh my goodness! Like this is some like TVN late night shit. <laughs> you think some? I think it was SBS, like, mm. And it does have the distinct note in my mind of being the first show that they split the episodes into two. It was Remember one of the first. One yeah, of the first I, right. they did. So that, that was, mm-hmm. yeah. But anyway, I really enjoyed it. And that's, I just. Susp- it, mm-hmm. Suspicious partner for me. I, I don't think I watched any of the teasers. I do think I saw a poster. Mm-hmm. And yeah. The, the the serial killer got me. I I did I was prepped for some like crime and probably some death, you know. Mm-hmm. But like I wasn't ready for really well acted, ever present serial killerness. Like I just wasn't mentally <laughs> prepared for it. But I I actually really enjoyed it. Ultimately, it's just I wasn't ready for it. And like and the twist. I, I thought the biggest twist, which I'm not gonna say what it is, but of why he murdered someone in her apartment. It's just, mwah, it's like so good. Like it's so, yeah. like, I don't even remember. All the reveal, it was, oh God, I just, I really like that show. Like, let's watch it's it again. It's a good show. You let's know just... what? I think part of my problem with Suspicious Partner is my problem that I have with many um, like English Western crime dramas. I like the, episode of the week, case of the week concept. I enjoy that in a in a legal drama or a crime drama. Um, it's when they get into, you know, they sort of get to a point where they go, oh, we feel like we need something that'll tie this all together. So then they, they you know, Western shows will do that and they'll add like a, a serial killer or something that like goes over the whole season and, you know, shows up every couple of weeks or something. And I hate that part. Like yeah. that just drives me nuts. But I so thought the I way they did it on this that was pretty part like how, how oh, they yeah. connected it all together was pretty good. It was I, pretty good. Like it was a solid crime drama. I'm going to be honest. Like I just really liked it. I don't yeah. know. I, I, I wish they had marketed it better for everyone so they did have the expectation of it being a crime drama and so it would have matched a bit better. So mine, uh, I had that one written down for something. I will say Strong Woman Do Punk Soon. <laughs> That's the most surprisingest of the surprising serial killers that exists. Yeah, I wasn't ready for that. And I think no. because it was one of, it wasn't like my first K-drama by any means, but it was... It was early on in me watching them. It was probably definitely in my first six or eight that I watched. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, tonally, I think it was because, it's, and we've talked about this before, the tonal shifts in that show are crazy. Mm-hmm. But very surprise, very surprise, feel killery. I, I, however, I really enjoy the show overall. There are totally yeah. problems. I'm not saying oh. there aren't other problems. <laughs> I, I'm not even overlooking them. However, I do like the chemistry between the two leads a lot. And yeah, that, yeah. and also the humor and even the bromance that happens. So that's what gets me. It's not 
you know, the way they make her character and stuff is kind of problematic. But and like, I'm sorry, that scene. Spoiler alert! Just spoil past if you haven't seen it. Um, where she's strapped to the bomb. My heart. My they heart. was done really well. It was like yeah. I was actually like emoting with them. I was like, oh shit, how are they gonna get out of this one? Like. Yeah, like my, oh, eyes were huge. my eyes were like my eyes were like tearing up a little. I was like, he's not gonna leave her. They're probably gonna die together. I'm like, then I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, this is a fucking K drama. There's still it's like four episodes left. Yeah, I know. I'm like, they're gonna be fine. But like at the moment, you didn't know oh, if they yeah. were gonna be fine. So, but they sold it really well. Like, yeah. they they acted yeah. it really well. That's the the moments that they had together, and then with Jisoo and stuff. I really enjoyed a lot of the quips and all that stuff. So that's why I really like that show. But serial killer, very unnecessary. Uh, yeah, didn't need it at all. She could have just kept beating up the gangsters and stuff and yeah, I would have been really fine. Left it, I, I would have been very happy if they had left it with a, like, I mean, I didn't love the gangsters necessarily, but that concept of like cleaning up the neighborhood and like mm-hmm. taking down a crime ring would have been great. I think part of the problem with the serial killer in that one is that it's it's a really dark, intense like it's yeah. It, they, it was, they gave him a lot of creepy dark. screen time. Like yeah. it's, he did a good like, job though. Like as a serial warning. killer, he sure. was very good at acting his role. Yeah, very I do strange. think it it needed that because like definitely tonal was what got me on the surprise prize never was that it was a serial killer because I never went into that show not ever thinking that it was done as a comic book and yeah. it needed a great villain, villain and definitely yeah. the the gang that she encounters in the first part they're not, not the, the great villain so it has to have like that Something. serial killer like yeah. if they didn't have it the like the whole concept of the like show being a comic book essentially would have been thrown off completely and so that's why I was never surprised that there was a serial killer I was just surprised that it wasn't like the like it could have been as terrible but just like drawn or or written yeah totally the same like it still could have been that as worse it is it is like as as someone who's Mm -hmm. like taking the girls and that sort of thing but like the tone was the most surprising part of that and it, it got pretty disturbing, really. And, and I, I mean, oh, yeah. I think I agree as far as the gravity of the villain. I do think they could have... I'm not sure it needed to be a shield killer. I think it could have easily been, like, like sex slavery type stuff. Like, it didn't necessarily no, have to be even, death It could have even been, like, some, like, you know, an evil politician, like, overmining the, you know... I the, still, like, feel like it had to have been, like, someone who you, would, like, would be like, yes, you've killed people, even yeah, if it wasn't well, like, under your hands. Sure. I could like, see, like... But the gang, the gangster never. thing being that there was like a higher up gangster, like that they were yeah. minions, or something, and that you get to like the kingpin character or well, something, you know, like who's well, like I a liked, real. Dark. I liked the fact that she was fighting against someone that did have violence against women. I did like that mm-hmm. aspect. Yeah, because that like, it started out with her with the with the guy groping people on the subway, right? That was like her first. Yeah. So I did. I liked how that carried through to the serial killer. I'm just, th- but that's why I was yeah. saying like. You know, like people that kidnap women and force them into sex. To me, that yeah, I understand what you're saying about the killery thing too. Mm-hmm. But to me, as long as it was like severe violence against women, it would have easily kept in with her motive, kind yeah. of. Yeah. 
I'm not sure it needed to be, let's see the torture chamber for the five billionth time. Like, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, it was not done well. <laughs> but you know, you know, you know what is done well? All of the extra <laughs> content that we right. have on our coffee. So if you enjoy listening to this podcast and you just want to help us keep this podcast going at the rate that we're going, it does actually cost us money. I know. Things cost money. It's, it's a sad part of this world. But uh, that's capitalism for you. Um, <laughs> so if you want to, but we are we are a bunch of commies, so we do not make much money off of this. However, if you would like to help us support this by supporting this podcast, uh, you can go to ko-fi.com slash certified nunas and, you know, send us a copy. And then when you do that, it's not just doing it for free. Well, you get rewarded for it because we put up all the outtakes, extra nonsense, all sorts of stuff on the coffee for only coffee members. It's exclusive. It's like an exclusive little fam, a found family, a found, a found family, as you will, uh, of, you know, fellow like-minded uh, Nunas and others. We do not gender. We do not gender anyone. You can and we welcome all anyone can be a Nuna. <laughs> if, they come, if they come support the certified Nunas. So we got lots of fun stuff up there and uh, more to come. So ko-fi slash certified Nunas. Well, this has been the first spooky season episode of well, the second, certified Nunas. Wait, there was the dream. This has been the second spooky month episode of the Certified Nunas. Uh, we hope you enjoyed listening to us. And you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Play, and even Facebook. For, I don't we have a We have a Facebook. We do. Yeah, we do. Uh, we do. We do. We get a lot of strange. And a Tumblr, even. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We have Tumblr. I keep forgetting. We have a Tumblr, guys. So we got, gonna, yeah, so it's going to be a good time, good time. So uh, we hope you have a wonderful week and you enjoyed listening to us. And uh, keep watching Asian Entertainment. Bye. Bye. Bye.